Welcome to Please Stop. Hey. Hi. Our goal is to bring you a holistic critique of Christian media and pop culture through humour, honesty and thought-provoking discussion. We have three distinct voices with unique experiences, united by the cringe of Christian commodification and the desire to critique specific media and pop culture. I am going to introduce to you Miss Letitia. I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to answer for all the nice people out there that are listening. All right, yep. Or our one listener. Yeah. Hi, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your name? Uh, Letitia. And who is your favourite Disney princess? Okay. Slap me on this. My favourite Disney princess is Cinderella. Boo. No, 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 no. Oh. I, will, I will bite you on this yeah, one right. because everyone just assumes she doesn't have a personality. But rewatch, <laughs> rewatch the when was it done? Like whatever. Rewatch the animated Disney film. Mm. She's snarky as all heck. Heck, wow. H E double H E double hockey sticks. She's snarky. Yeah, she's sarcastic. She's brilliant. Okay, all right. Yeah, no. Um, I believe you. She is. We might critique that later. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what was something you loved growing up um, in Christian culture? I really tried to be cool. Um, the best album to ever exist was DC Talks yeah, Jesus Freak. <laughs> It was a banger of an album, and even though now I have evolved as a human being, I still think it's a banger of an album. Um, I think I even remember making my friend who thinks that we can listen to it because nice. I was like, Christian Rock is hey, cool. Hey, better testify. <laughs> so, wherever you are out there, Katie, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Um, and what was something that you hated? Uh, going back into the wanting to be cool, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved I, it. I, 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 it was awful. Although Barry Watson, the oldest brother, mm-hmm. was hot. But it, oh, come on, it was bad. <laughs> Touched by an angel was better. <laughs> That's my favourite song. Bite me on it. Bite me on it. I bet. Okay, so next question is, um, what's your Christian passport? And by that, I mean, um, I guess, give me your Christian resume. Well, I was a good little Christian girl in the hills of Perth, Western Australia. Um, Did all the Bible studies, all that kind of stuff, all the youth groups, girls' brigade. (laughs) (laughs) Trails off. (laughs) I love Girls Brigade. Uh, yeah, just did everything right, I think. And um, you've been employed by a church. I've been employed by a church. And I've, I've helped do the Sunday school for that church. Oh, and uh, at the moment I'm um, doing history, postgrad at uni. I'd like to do my master's, but we'll see. Um, but through the history um, stuff, I'm doing a lot of medieval church history, mm. which really does shape the context okay. of the church and the powers that be and that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I like to rant on the internet. 
Sorry. Which is great. Which is we great. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca. Hey, what's Hi. up? Hey. Hi, Letitia. Hey. So, would you like to introduce yourself, your name? <laughs> so, my name is Letitia, JK. Oh. Um, I'm Beck or Rebecca, and that's my name. That's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, who is your favourite Disney princess? So, I'd have to say it's Meg or Megara from uh, Hercules. Oh yeah, I love her. <laughs> so sassy. sassy. And she stands up to Hercules and puts him in his place when he's being, you know, a little too big for his boots. Um, and also she has amazing hair and great style, you know. So, definitely Meg, although there are others that I like too. So, I guess Milan would take a close second because mm. she's pretty badass as mm. well. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, there you go. Favourite okay. Disney princess. Excellent. Good answer. Mm. Thank you. Okay. I know you had a very interesting background. So mm. what is something that you loved from back in the day? Oh, so growing up, uh, something that I loved that it may be a little problematic now is the band Reliant K. Hey! <laughs> freaking <laughs> loved them. I had every album. I knew Sadie all the words Hawkins to Sadie Hawkins Dance and every other song. In my khaki pants. There's nothing better. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Anna. Um, <laughs> I just I just really love their music. It really spoke to me. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I realized that, oh, maybe Mood Rings wasn't as woke as I thought it was. Maybe they were a little bit problematic. Um, but, you know, I still kind of love them. And I'll still listen to them when I'm feeling a bit down. And they make me happy. Oh, what is something that you dislike? Joel Osteen's teeth. On the cover of every Joel Osteen book at the bookstore that I worked at. I don't even know who that is. Joel Osteen? I don't know who that is. Mega Church Joel. Okay, do your research, girl. I've got to look this up. I, I, I must know, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you will. He's looked exactly the same for the last 25 years. But <laughs> he's like immortal, like he had a really I think he's either blessed by God or he's a vampire. So uh, he is very, very rich. He's the guy that famously wouldn't allow people to camp out in his mega church when Hurricane Katrina happened. Oh. Yeah. And instead asked for more money to build a bigger church. Oh, he sounds like a winner. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So, Rebecca. Mm. Yes. What is your Christian passport? My Christian passport? So what gives me the right to even talk about this? I guess uh two things. One, I was brought up in missions because my parents were missionaries in India so I was basically born into this culture and brought up with a lot of mission specific evangelical specific Christian propaganda <laughs> um, and a lot of pop culture as well so uh, there's that and then also for a year when I was 20 I worked in a Christian bookstore that shall remain nameless mm -hmm. it's now closed down in Perth but it's still going <laughs> to remain nameless. Um, so for a whole year, I had to look at Joel Osteen's teeth and I think, you know, that's that's why I hate it so much because they still haunt me <laughs> in my dreams. That was the tipping point for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I can't. And Joy Smile. But that that's it. There's my Christian passport. Cool. Okay, that leaves us with... Anna. Anna. Hey, Hi. Anna. What's up? So I guess that must be your name? No. What? Or yes, <laughs> my name is Anna. Hi. So welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thanks. Um, so I who who is your favorite Disney princess? My favorite Disney princess is Pocahontas. Hey, she's sick. She's a bit of a vegan. <laughs> yeah. 
As she loves the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, that dive, though, you know, oh, that scene. The dive, yeah. yeah. Colors yeah. of the Wind dive? Oh, yeah. Mm. I love her. I just think she's great. And I think she knows what's up. Yeah. You know, and I've got bit a of a hippie. Have you ever heard a wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Not personally. Okay. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. One day. Uh, okay. So I guess the next question is, growing up as you did, um, as a Christian kid, uh, what was something that you loved or liked back in the day? I actually really loved Christian music. Mm. I'm not talking about the cool Christian music. So like not CCM? Contemporary Christian music for those who don't know. No, no, no. I, I mean, I loved DC Talk and I loved Reliant Clay and Jars of Clay, all of that. Loved them. But what I really loved was like worship in church. Oh, yeah. Being part of the worship team and um, I used to write songs and oh, you wrote do songs. the whole That's thing. Awesome. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved mm. that whole culture part yeah, of it. Yeah, all of that. Mm. What I hated. Mm. Or disliked, I guess, is probably a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this brand called Refuse the Mark. And I found it really unsettling. I didn't like yeah. it because there was this whole thing about, you know, um, in the end times, everybody will receive the mark of the beast. Oh, yeah. And on the forehead and the wrist. Oh, yeah. Wrist. And it was this huge thing in the 90s about, yeah. you know, refuse Bar-code. the mark of the beast. Yeah. That, that's what it was about. Yeah. Um, credit cards and <laughs> just made me yeah credit cards and you know now our phones guys our phones um, <laughs> um but it just I found it really unsettling and I didn't understand it and it was kind of just fear-mongering I yeah, guess yeah. so that was what I did not like yeah especially profiting off fear yeah right yeah, yeah absolutely so you know everybody was wearing the refuse the mark hoodies and you know all the other merchandise you could buy. Yeah, because yeah. I hear that movements that are well-funded and have really cool hoodies and sweatshirts definitely are legitimate. And oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If it didn't have a hoodie, if then it, it wasn't real, no, right? if you didn't have a logo, well. I'm wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I have a logo right now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Esther brand. <laughs> back in the day, going back with my trying to be cool. Mm, yeah. yeah. So what was Esther? Just a brand. Just a brand? Um, oh, yeah, was it, brand. it wasn't. Uh, it was just based on the, the character in the Bible. Um, and the, you know, uh, you were made for such a time as this was yeah. the big. Yeah. Kind of thing. Back in it. like 500 BC. Yeah. 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 You were made for such a time. Well, actually, a lot more than that, but still. Um, cool. Well, there you go. And oh, yeah, Anna. So uh, describe your Christian passport. What qualifies you to be here? Um, so I have a degree in ministry. Oh God, <laughs> that would do it. It was a really expensive piece of paper. Mm. Very cool though. A lot of, a lot of study. So you've got a heavy theological background at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of time reading lots of big words. <laughs> um, I was a pastor's wife for three years. Ooh. I was a pastor myself for a year. Wow. And yeah, I kind of grew up within the culture. Yeah. I went on a mission trip when I was 19. Of course you did. You, know, oh. you have to, right? Oh, you did, that's right. I did, I did. Was it Russia? Yeah, Russia. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what 
brings me here. Yeah, and what inspires you to want to talk about this stuff. Exactly, exactly. That's really cool. Okay. Okay, so what we're going to talk about now is just some random bits of Christian pop culture that might be relevant to us, might not be. So I'm just going to say a word or a phrase and, uh, <laughs> and get a read from you guys. Okay. Youth group. Oh. <laughs> they were the days of my life. Oh, Friday group. nights at youth. I, I thought I loved it. Mm. I, I had a good time in youth group. Mm. I lived yeah. for youth group. Yeah. That was that was highlight of the week, right? Absolutely. I didn't have that many friends mm. at school, mm. but I had all the friends at youth group. You're yeah. pop- were you popular kid at youth group? I was popular kid. Yeah, at youth group. I was the loud Absolutely. kid at youth group. Didn't yeah, popular. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I was ah uh, the rebel-ish kid. Ooh, oh, black sheep. The cool kid, <laughs> I think. But what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> And also there was that weird phase where you kind of transitioned from being a youth kid to a youth, to a youth, leader, youth leader without any official training yes. Yes. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to have a working with children's card? I don't know. How old were you when you were first given the title of youth leader? I think I was about 19 or 18. Mm-hmm. I think it was because I'd finished high school and I was still going and it was just accepted that you just kept going. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just, my friends and I just kept going to youth group. And I do remember, Tish, actually, you reminded me of this when you mentioned that we had a website on, oh, well, on the no, church, on the church no, website, do not bring that up. on Why? the church website, Why would you bring there that up? was a section because oh. we were leaders together for a bit there, weren't we, Tish? Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a section <laughs> where they had the youth team have a little description about each one of them and why they were doing this and i just made up some crap because i knew it would sound good and really i just wanted to go hang out with my friends so so fun little piece of information (laughs) years later um, i was in charge of uh, editing and updating that particular website no way i'm the person that deleted all of that guys you're welcome Doing Thank us you all so service. much. I don't need any of that left on the internet. Plus, I'm sure there were shocking photos as well. So Yeah, they weren't the best. No. I had a baker's boy cat. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I still have those cats. I think I first became a youth leader when I was 16. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so our youth pastor was the only adult at the time. It was a very small youth group. Wow. And Ben, who yeah. is my husband, for those yep. listening, Mm-hmm. And I were the two eldest, um, and he had to go out and buy the pizza one night. So he yeah. just left Ben and I in charge. At 16 the year olds? Two 16 year olds. Wow. Yep. Okay. I mean, there was probably only 12 of us all together, but. So that was, I guess, like youth group, hey? <laughs> Different experience for all of us. Also very similar in some ways. Hmm. All right. So, Veggie Tales. Veggie tales, veggie tales, veggie tales, veggie tales. Broccoli, celery, gotta be veggie tales. The best love song to ever. You are my cheeseburger, my little cheeseburger. When is my wedding song? I'll wait for you. Oh, oh, I'll wait for you. Oh, this is my wedding song. That's brilliant. Uh, let's talk about Left Behind. Oh, a, a series of books um, based on 
the book of Revelation very loosely and extrapolating so, loosely. so much information that isn't in the Bible. The Antichrist is only mentioned four times in the entire Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And yet they managed to build this entire entire story and world on what's going to happen when the first evacuation of all the believers happens and those that are left behind have to fight during the tribulation time yep. on earth and then wait for their chance to go to heaven. The Trib Force, I believe, was the youth version of those novels. Tribulation they, Force. They are the books that I read. I read oh, all God. 40 of them. Oh, no, Anna. Huh? You can never yeah. take that back. Do you want to? Do you want to know a secret confession? What about the Left Behind series? You so never you know read all of us. You wrote fan fiction. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. No, but that isn't so far from what I would have done. Um, mm. I all the you know all the good Christian people would have been up in heaven during the rapture, but I secretly really wanted to stay behind because I thought oh. it was so cool all the stuff that would happen, mm. and I would want to be there as well. Well, the two main characters from the kids' book got married in the end. What? Sorry, Ooh. spoilers, oh. guys. Oh, oh, my God, oh. please. I was going to read those <laughs> on my list. But, you know, so good stuff was still happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I would quite like so to So, you know what? It too. doesn't matter, guys. Like, it's fine. If you miss the first one, just stay you out of dangerous situations time. where you might you know, your pilot might disappear and you might crash, you know, but that's yeah. fine. Just don't do anything. Wait for the right I heard time. a rumour, and I'm not sure if this is true, mm. but back in the day when there were pilots on the plane, one of them had to, if one of them was a Christian, one of them had to be a non-Christian. I Just heard that case. too. I have heard <laughs> that, yeah. I do not I I know that that is I don't know true if at all. Uh, <laughs> but I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, okay, so I guess point of this podcast is to talk about the impact that it's had on us and critique that that sort of the pop culture that we're looking at in particular so that had a big impact on you guys well it, it did i mean like we were raised on the apocalypse yeah oh yeah like, absolutely it was you, huge you in were the, the 90s night, for sure how you were scared about being terrified of waking up and your family's gone because you forgot to confess that you lied to your teacher or yeah you know i was um i was scared of hearing a trumpet <sighs> at night yeah I couldn't sleep at night because you were like, trumpets scared. will sound, the yeah. Lord will return. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's, that's legitimate back. trauma. And the thing is, it's what we grew up with. <laughs> like, yeah. it was normal. Yeah. So don't wake Anna up with the sound of trumpets <laughs> because yeah, she will don't. die of fright. <laughs> that's why none of my kids play trumpets. They're flute and clarinet. Up significant Sorry. impact that left behind and uh, apocalyptic scripture and had on generational you. impact now because yeah. none of my children will ever play a trumpet that's mm. it yeah <laughs> never my god what has the bible done <laughs> taken from your life so, so there you go i guess that was that was left behind yeah let's leave it behind <laughs> hey, that was good <laughs> nice transition there <laughs> so uh tish i feel like you may have mentioned before that you have strong feelings about the poem footprints for those of you who are not familiar, although I'm sure everyone listening to this will be, it's a poem. Anna, would you like to describe it? Yes, Anna, would you? Uh, it's basically a, a poem depicting a story of two sets of footprints in the sand. And then there's only one set of footprints in the sand. And all the pictures I ever saw of it was that the tide had washed away one of the sets of <laughs> footprints. Anyway, um... 
And when the person questioned um, why Jesus wasn't walking with them anymore, Mm. um, Jesus said that when there was only one set of footprints, it was then that he carried them. Does that outline it? So I guess the point of the poem is, oh, no, I only saw one set of footprints. Why did you leave me, Lord? And then Jesus replies, my child, you're mistaken. It was then that I carried you, indicating that he had carried him, and that's why there was only one set of footprints, possibly. I don't know. So that poem was um, on the back of a toilet door <laughs> in my childhood, but I can't remember if it was like in my home or my Where grandparents, or but it was definitely on the back of a toilet door because I know that poem. Yeah, me too. It was at my school in India, in the entrance wow. to the school, a giant like a printout of it like mounted on wood. Um, and so on one side, we had a picture of Jesus. Next to it, a p- picture of Mary, because it was a Catholic school, and then opposite it, footprints. So if you were waiting in reception at my school, you had to read it. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, what is the point of a poem? <laughs> we're going to leave our own footprints as we leave this topic. <laughs> nice. Nice. And talk about... The movie A Walk to Remember. I loved that yeah. movie. I was so yeah. excited. I was always excited <laughs> when there was some kind of Christian thing that made its way mainstream. into mainstream. Mainstream. Culture. Crossing it the CCM. Amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I will give it that. Everything, I always yeah. had this feeling of this is it. This is when this is everybody's what's gonna, gonna become a Christian. Stop believing be because Mandy Moore yeah. and Shane West <laughs> are on our team. And they're cool, yeah. Yeah, so, and they're practically you know, Christian, right? Everyone's going to follow now. Yeah. And they will be saved. Yeah. Salvation will be theirs. And cancer sucks. Just don't fall in love with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? As as gross, you know, as whatever, manipulative, whatever it is, that movie has stayed with me. And I still like it. I like Mandy Moore. And and the soundtrack, like you said, Tish, was really good. It yeah. had Switchfoot on it. It had Jars of Clay. I can't swim after 40 days. It had some bad one. representation of people of color in that movie. I can't even remember. That one friend of his, the guy who's like, honk if you love Jesus. And the whole time, every line he has, he calls them, um, he, he just, it's just so stereotypical. It's like... A very white person wrote this character, and they Who, met is it Nicholas one, Sparks, and they never it? met a black person in their life. Yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks, Sparks book, yeah. yeah. But the screenplay, like, uh, come on, who wrote? Whoever wrote the script yeah. could do a little better. Still has a special spot in my heart, though, and only hope. Anna, I believe that song was all meaningful to you. Yeah, so that song was played at our wedding. Oh, that's nice. During the signing of the register, I probably Aww. wouldn't choose it again nice today song. if I was planning my wedding. But you know, it was nice. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. Mm. That's nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. You know what, guys? I think we should take a walk to remember over to <laughs> the CCM world once again. So CCM is contemporary Christian music or Christian contemporary music. And it was always, did you like CCM or did you like secular? And it was very distinct what you could listen to and what you couldn't listen to. And one thing I remember very specifically was you would go to a bookstore or a music store that was Christian and they would have in the CD section, oh, if you like Green Day, you'll like (laughs) Reliant K. (laughs) If you like... 
Slipknot, you'll enjoy P.O.D. Because <laughs> they're both new metal. You know what? Both those bands are good, so whatever. Yeah. All four of those bands are good, so whatever. Anyways, we're actually not going to talk about CCM. That's popular. I guess we're going to talk more about worship music, Planet Shakers, and Hillsong. Oh, the yeah. The double whammies. Yep. So Hillsong in the 90s, it was big. They yeah. were, that was all of the worship music. Shout to God. Yep. Yep. And, um... Don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. You're triggering mm. me. Yes, I said that word. <laughs> um, it was like, um, touching heaven, changing earth. Touching heaven, changing, changing earth. Touching heaven. Darlene Check. Jeez. Oh, she yep. was everywhere. Yes, she was. Mm. I yeah. just want to do a sing-along episode one day. <laughs> that... I feel like, uh, yeah. Yeah, we no. can do that. Sure? 100%. Oh, God. I mean, we can do that. We don't well, have to actually... Well, every TV show has a musical episode, right? So okay, I don't... Cast. We don't have an episode yet. So <laughs> <laughs> let's wait till we have an episode and then maybe we can bring in a musical one. It could be our second one. Who knows? <laughs> okay, Chase. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Planet Shakers. Planet How Shakers. many Planet Shakers conferences did you go to? Three. Two in Perth, one in Melbourne. Oh, yes. you went to one in the Eastern States. That was the year they didn't do one in Perth because we don't exist. Committed. Yeah. Did the church group go there all yeah. together? And I didn't go. Yeah. And I feel like you regretted it at the time. I did. But now, <laughs> yeah. Well, it would have been Melbourne, so it would have been Tom. Uh, yeah. Reggie Dabbs. Chris something, I can't remember his name. Chris Tomlin? No. I don't know. But Oh, but that reminds me. I did go to a passion conference one time Ooh. in Vancouver. Wow. And saw David Crowder. Wow. Guys, I'm so cool. <laughs> you wait, can, I, can I just say, <laughs> Rebecca was the cool Christian. I was not. You were, you were. What, because I was a missionary the, kid? You knew all the, no, you knew all the bands and stuff. Oh, I had my, was my purple jacket. Very cool purple jacket. <laughs> my purple jacket. jacket was my personality. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, Jesus, lover of my soul. Oh, yeah. that was a very provocative song when you asked. I mean, if you changed it to any boy's name, it kind of worked the same. Kevin, lover of my soul. <laughs> Kevin, I, I will never, never let you go. go. but that's another thing though hey a lot of songs written by bands in christian music that whole thing about trying to be relevant and cool so is it about god or is it about a girl i don't know i don't know if i care because i'm enjoying it a south park episode about that yes yes Um, we will watch it we will talk about it on this podcast excellent all right i'm writing that down so we Excellent. definitely will do that. Uh, what would Jesus do bracelets? What would Jesus uh, I wore it everywhere, oh, except I went to Catholic school, so I had to take it off for school. Oh, but, oh, I was allowed to wear a cross necklace, but I wasn't allowed to wear other jewellery. Yeah, what would Jesus do? I had the little bracelet. I also had one of the frog ones. Fully rely on God. And a push one, pray until something happens. I feel like there was another one as well, but I can't. Yeah. We also had these things called Evangie Cubes. 
which personally they've ruined cubes for me forever. So they were this tool that you could use when you were out evangelizing. Um, and it was a cube that you held in your hand, kind of like a Rubik's cube, but chunkier. And it had a picture on it. Oh, I know what they are, yeah. Oh. Yeah, of um, basically you folded it open and it had a different picture. You folded it open again, it had a different picture and you kept doing it until you told the entire story of basically creation, sin, Jesus, heaven. Redemption heaven. All right, well then let's um, do um, a couple more. The Bible. Yeah. Oh. Not the Bible. <laughs> oh my God, the Bible. What a culturally relevant <laughs> and unifying. Oh, no, the Teen Study Bible. The Teen Study Bible. So <laughs> my brother had the Teen Study Bible and I stole it because he wasn't reading it. Um, and then what a non-Christian. when I was about to turn 12, I asked my parents for my own copy of the Teen oh, Study wow. Bible. Mm. And... I remember in year seven at the Christian school I went to, we had to do devotions oh, um, yeah. and we took it in turns. And when I did devotions one day, I used the teen study Bible because mm. I was a cool Christian kid. With a colorful Bible, not just a black Bible or a brown Bible. I would like to read a little bit of an excerpt from it. There are these pages throughout that have um, like a, a Dear Sam where somebody has written in to Sam, Sam I to guess like ask, ask Amy kind of yeah yeah Agony aunt, right yeah kind of like when they write into Dolly magazine and you know ask about things dear Dolly so this says dear Sam I'm overweight and I have a big oh. nose I hate the way I look I can't lose weight and I can't afford plastic surgery. <laughs> oh God. What do I do? Why is that the only option? Hank in Houston. Hank! <laughs> oh, poor Hank. Wow. Plastic surgery. How? This is the response. Fluid. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just this, this first part really struck me. <laughs> Dear Hank, the teen years can be unkind <laughs> to a person's looks. Wow. Read, you are ugly. Yes. Oh, God. Poor ben. Hank. Do you think these are real letters that were written in? Oh, absolutely not. I was going to write in one day and then I realised it says, Dear Sam Inc., 100 Advice Lane, Anywhere, USA. Oh, that's definitely an address. I how many 11-year-old nudes. Imagine getting your Dear Sam letter returned to you because the address doesn't exist. It's like way to compound your teen issues. At least just send it to... Even, even letters to Santa get taken to the North Pole. Not really, but they don't go back. Yeah, yeah. You know, have oh. a little heart <laughs> study Bible. <laughs> well, thanks for participating in this discussion, guys. Going forward, we're um, going to be doing more episodes on a lot of different topics. For example, we were thinking maybe we'll do an episode on purity culture, maybe one on women in the Bible, uh, look at some authors like Francine Rivers, books like Fireproof, um, just a bunch of Christian pop culture and media, a lot of things we grew up with. If you have any suggestions, you can hit us up on our Facebook page or our Instagram, yep. um, and we will link them below in the information bar. Yep. If you have any memories, cherished memories of, of pop culture back in the day, please let us know so we can all reminisce. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. And in the meantime, we're going to keep doing this. And we hope you tune in. Yep, thanks. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.